Oh, hello, welcome to the Airbus Podcast. I love podcasting with my friends about basketball. My name is Jamil Johnson. <laughs> my name is Peter Moses. Yeah. My name is Mike Benner. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Happy basketball, boys. Ooh. Happy basketball to my golems. Is that what we were doing? We were all doing a golem voice there. Was that Gollum oh. I was doing? I don't I was know. Doing, it started... like, annoying Jewish middle schooler, but yeah, that's basically Gollum, depending <laughs> on who you ask. Oh my god! <laughs> I think that's what J.K. Rowling was going for when she did the bankers yeah. in Harry Potter. <laughs> it's, that is the best thing. The only good thing to come out of John Stewart's new show. <laughs> like, I saw Harry Potter and I was looking around. and I was like, "What? These are the Jews? For real? <laughs> We're just gonna roll with this in the magic world?" <laughs> Yep. Uh, happy <laughs> basketball, guys. Uh, look, the season's almost over. We got like about three to five games left, depending on what team. Maybe uh, maybe longer if, uh, you know, we keep getting these uh, Omicron rushes. But before we Ow. dive into everything that's going on in the NBA and perhaps the WNBA right now, uh, let's get some business out of the way. Guys, if you want to support the Buds, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. $5 a month gets you bonus episodes, gets you bonus shows like uh, uh, in the criminal podcast system, Jamel and Peter's podcast about Law and Order or uh, Bud's to Peace Theater, which is where I read horny uh, NBA fanfic to you. Um, so yeah, Airbuds, uh, or I'm sorry, patreon.com. Hold Airbuds on. Is there pod. something called, is there something that's not horny fanfic? Is it just like tampered down? Like uh, Ray Allen sat on a porch and looked at the cornfield. Uh, well, you'll we actually we we have an upcoming guest uh, that I that I that we will be having on the show eventually, um, who was what inspired this this kind of thing, and she wrote what which is uh, it, it's actually very well written, very like kind of like dramatic like kind of story about uh, ooh, the the, ooh, the I'm sorry to interrupt you. We got a double sixty nine right now in the Cavs Sixers game. All right. Peter, that's like you and I are 69 in each other. That's perfect. Feels good, baby. Oh, it feels right. great. It feels a little cumbersome and like maybe not worth the effort, but it feels good. Listen, whatever I got to do to service that hog, baby. <laughs> uh, well, yes. So this person will be coming on to talk about her excellently written fanfic at some point. And I would say uh, it's not overly horny. It's actually a, a story about like a straight friendship between Dario Saric and Joel Embiid after Dario gets traded to the Suns. Is Saric out? He's been out all year. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. The right? ACL, think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did he play at all in the beginning? I can't even remember. The beginning no, of the season I, feels like a thousand years ago. No way he played. Because he, didn't he get, didn't he tear his ACL in the Oh, finals? in the playoffs last year. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, guys, we're not done the business yet, though. Uh, if you can't afford the $5 a month, uh, we get it. Uh, times are tight for everybody, but you can help us out in another way. Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us a five-star review. Or uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, even write us a review. And maybe occasionally we will read the review on air, which I will do uh, with this one right now. Uh, headline, Hidi Hondo. Uh, this, this is written by Militia Etheridge, who I feel like... Has Militia Etheridge like written in before? Like I've, we've definitely talked, we've we've definitely said that name on air before. Yeah, it's say it me. again, man. It's funny every time. <laughs> it's definitely me. Is it okay? Well, Militia Etheridge gave us five stars, and the body <laughs> of the review says "bd bd bomb bomb," and then there's five basketball emojis. <laughs> yeah, I got high as shit and wrote that. Did you I really? rewrote that. Yeah, I rewrote my old <laughs> review to be a Selena. You were re-listening to Selena at the time. Yeah, got it. Do you think you yeah. can win an Oscar for Militia Etheridge? Because I think it that's it, it should be nominated at least. I mean, all I gotta do is go to Oregon and get it popping, or in Michigan or something. I think Militia Etheridge could be like a really good, um, you know, like uh, the Hank Hill kind of rapper oh, Maybe right. we start doing militia etheridge like just Ooh. sampling melissa etheridge beats uh and like rapping as her 
and then putting Dale Grimble <laughs> yes. bars on top. Uh, so yeah, go give us a five star review, and we would appreciate it. Uh, and do we have any other business to get out of the way, guys? Um, no. Just the business of loving basketball. Oh, I know what the business is. If you you not none of you fucks are getting jerseys from me. Oh right, wow. the deadline passed. Not enough people joined our Patreon. Uh, if you'll remember from last week. Peter and Jamel promised that if 20 new Patreon members subscribed, uh, we would get, uh, you would, they would each get jerseys personally sent to them from Jamel. Uh, we had 11. That's not enough. Uh, but you'll get some t-shirts. You'll get a t-shirt. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll send you some t-shirts. Get off our backs. So if you're a very subscriber for the first <laughs> six minutes <laughs> of a podcast and we're like, come stay, listen. What? No. Everybody better shut the fuck up and listen and stop talking. All right. Okay. Happy basketball, you fucking yeah, nerds. <laughs> Peter, you wanted to talk about right off the top of the show uh, a topic near and dear to your heart. The Utah Jazz are in free fall. I saw an amazing stat that I believe I retweeted from the Airbuds account <laughs> that Donovan Mitchell is averaging two passes a game to Rudy Gobert. Two passes total. Two passes not, a game, not assists. Yes. <laughs> Those guys hate each other so goddamn much. Um, it's almost worth watching them fall apart because it's the, the level of Schadenfreude is just. Um, they are the Golden State Warriors of um, destroying themselves for everybody else's pleasure. <laughs> well, the Golden State Warriors are kind of that as well right now, wouldn't you say? I mean, in the last 10, the Golden That's State true. Warriors are three I'm more and thinking seven. like the, 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 old, and, the old school six. Golden War. Yeah. Right. The you're, you're vintage thinking. Warriors. Got it. Um, but yeah, the Jazz, uh, I don't think... Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert, they can't they can't both be on the team next year, right? Well, let me ask you something. When is Rudy Gobert open? If you watch a Utah Jazz game, it's like how where is he moving on the court to be open for shots? Who is like I, I hear what you're saying. I guess it's for sure Rudy Gobert is the problem, right? I mean, I guess the kind it feels like both of them are kind of the problem though. In some way, like even well, if you, you know took them, even yeah. if you put like, you know, there was that very casual report that was like, oh, yeah, the Mavericks would be interested in Gobert in the offseason. It's like, yeah, no fucking shit. The Mavericks have been trying to get a big guy for the Mavericks six have been fucking trying to years. Create a team of all assholes. <laughs> been doing a good job. I mean, who else is asshole besides Luca on that team? Luca, they got rid of Porzingis. Spencer Dinwiddie, you replaced him. Right. Oh, right, two Spencer. Oh, do you want to Jason take a side tangent right now Jason to uh, to address Spencer Dinwiddie? Uh, or you Tim want to wait? Hardaway Jr. Oh, sure. Hey, Spencer Dinwiddie, if you're listening, go fuck yourself, baby. <laughs> Watching you play like shit in DC was my finals. <laughs> Do you want to uh, do you want to do you want to give context for anyone that might not know about why you're telling yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie specifically why, to go fuck himself? Considering we've had a moratorium on anything Wizards related, um, yeah. What's going on with you guys other than losing by forty to the Celtics? Yeah, good. Conti- go back to losing, but yet they had to beat Dallas. They had to beat Dallas. We traded. There was a midseason trade. We traded Spencer Dinwiddie for Porzingis, essentially, and. Uh, I think they're going to put Davis Bertans in a um, a Wicker Man type situation where they just burn him alive. <laughs> the bees, the bees, <laughs> the bees, ah, the bees. And so you know, Spencer Dinwiddie on the way out, he's like, "The team sucks. The organization sucks. I'm happy to be leaving." And so Jamel, came back. To you DC literally and- said that every single time about the team on the yeah, podcast. But I'm year. allowed to say that because it's my <laughs> team and I love them. I get to say whatever I want. You get to fucking say that about us, you piece of shit. 
<laughs> fucking crypto ass bitch. Have fun backing up Europeans. You fucking hoe. <laughs> Think crypto's real? That shit is two dollar bills. This shit is digital two dollar bills. <laughs> two dollar bills are real though. Like people take Man, those. Yeah. Fuck that. You can, you can buy stuff with two dollar bills. Give me. I'd rather have some Usher bucks. I think they're more like digital, like uh, Chick Hearn tracks. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you that know sounds fun. Chick. Oh, so Chick Hearn was this like uh, evangelical guy uh, who who specialized in, 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 in making these tracks about like how like you're going to hell unless you accept Jesus. But like I one Chick of Chick Hearn mo- was the the Lakers play by play guy. That's how. That's the black. That's the black one. <laughs> okay, wait. No, you're right. Chick Hearn. <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking of Jack Chick. Sorry, Chick Hearn was, was like, the Whoa, Lakers Chick Hearn is wild. Jack Chick <laughs> was the evangelist who uh, was printing out these tracks, and and he would leave them places all over the streets and in, uh, in major cities. And one of his most famous ones is that he would do uh, a a a fake hundred dollar bill that like looked like a real like hundred dollar bill, and people would like pick it up, and then it would be like uh like like. In God we trust. You better trust God, or else you're going to hell. And it was just kind of like, you know, people would just get mad at this fucking thing because, like, they thought they were finding cash. Um, and that's what I think uh, crypto is more so than an actual two dollar bill. I agree with you, Benner. The point is, Spencer Dinwiddie can go <laughs> straight to hell. Is he still getting paid? Does does, does Dallas have to pay him in crypto? For sure. I know. I think he didn't. He like didn't he uh, like dissolve his crypto contract and restructure it or something to be actual money because it didn't like really work out for him. <laughs> I hope because I think his contract becoming solvent was dependent on people, um, on fans Thinking buying enough real? of the crypto that or enough of the blockchain uh, currency that he was like <laughs> inventing. This then- all start. He stopped playing hard for us when the team wouldn't let him spot be the sponsor on the jersey. Him and his stupid fucking crypto money. Him and the <laughs> him and the bachelor made a cryptocurrency, and he thought that the Wizards was going to put the logo on the fucking jerseys. Sounds sounds like a nightmare. I'm gonna be honest. I think Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, to take it back to your uh, idea that Dallas is trying to build uh, a team entirely full of assholes, I think you're right about Spencer Dinwiddie, and I think he's only playing well right now because uh, he is fueled by spite because he is an asshole, but that will eventually kind of, the high of that will burn off and he will kind of return to the mean, which is just kind of a, uh, a mediocre guard that doesn't really fulfill his potential. I see now why Brooklyn was so easy to let him go. Remember when they were, we were like, wow, when when Dinwiddie gets back, whoa. Kyrie, Durant, Dinwiddie. You can't have, if Kyrie's in the building, you can't have that guy around. That's true. It was just the magic of that one Nets year where they were like kind of feisty with the D'Angelo Russell, Dinwiddie, Allen, LaVert. Yeah, and it was, and it was all because – Spencer Dinwiddie tried to talk to Alan Greenspan. And then Alan Greenspan was like, get the fuck out of my face with you and your fucking pirate beard. Who is this dude? Who is this nigger? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, did I do that? That was Jamel. To be clear, I, that was Jamel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his impression of Mike's impression of Chick Hearn, I guess. No. <laughs> Jack Chick. I know nothing of Chick Hearn other than he worked for the Lakers. Jack Chick is in a spicy chicken sandwich at Jack in the Box that has Jack cheese on it. It should be. <laughs> that too. Now. Yeah. Um, well, taking it back to the Utah Jazz. Uh, if you're taking into- it to the Jazz. If you're in the West, uh, do you are you desperately trying to position yourself to play the Utah Jazz? If you're the yeah. Warriors and the Mavericks and then and maybe even the Nuggets right now, like there's a chance you could like tank in the next five games or win in the next five games and make it so that you play the Jazz. 
do whatever you have to do to play the Jazz because you don't even have to play them. They'll just beat themselves. Right now, the Warriors are lined up with them because uh, they have the tiebreaker over the Mavericks, even though they have... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. No, they actually are just uh, a game back in the in the loss column. So they both have 49 wins. The Mavs could move up to three and play the Jazz. I'd ra- rather that than the Warriors. I don't want to give the Warriors a cakewalk in the first round. Yeah, I... I can't believe that, by the way, the remember when like the like the Warriors and the Suns were neck and neck for the one two. And now the Warriors are the Suns have won 62 games quieter than any other team I've ever seen. They're going to win fucking 60, 64, 65 games. That is. Yeah. Wild. Guess, guess what that yeah. means? We were all right about the Warriors this year. That's true. And, yeah. And I mean. It's hard to say, right? Because part of it is just because Steph got hurt, but man, fuck that. Uh, I mean, I, I, it, it, I just didn't believe in them, and you know, it doesn't matter for what reason. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't. I didn't see them going sure. anywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm sad Steph got hurt, but he also was playing kind of like fucking shit before he got hurt and went out. Like he was having, you know, he had he his first couple months of the season were, were incredible. He was he was being talked about like an MVP and then he just kind of went cold for him and just his numbers dropped. Yeah. And then he had like 80 at the all-star game. Oh, right. Well, the all-star game doesn't count. Nobody plays. Of course not. Defense at the all-star game. But it just seemed like I did when he came back, it was like, Oh, okay. Wow. He's going to be back. And then I think he had like just a couple games and then was gone. Man, fuck the Warriors. Hey guys, Louis C.K. just won a Grammy. <laughs> yep, for Secret Life of Pets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he for the, the song Grammy he did for... for Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, <laughs> the one where he says "nigger." Yep, that's the one. That's every one of his songs, though. Okay, I can't Louis stop wrote... licking my dick in front of people. I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite hey, look one. At, look at this statue of Kyle Lowry. Oh, we had to talk about the statue of Kyle Lowry. That is, uh, I think they made a statue of a white guy doing blackface. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who is this? I think it is. Uh, it is the lead character of Soul Man from 1986. <laughs> it does. It does look like Soul Man. It's C. Thomas Howell in blackface with a C. With Thomas a, with, Howell with a fake butt on. <laughs> with those G, yeah, with the uh, the YMI jeans. <laughs> uh, yeah, they didn't. So apparently, because Kyle is uh, is is in Toronto tonight for I think the first time since he left. Um, Someone had made a statue of Kyle Lowry because the Raptors fans, you know, he's the most beloved Raptor of all time. Um, and I think uh, fans are trying to kind of get it going that they need a statue of Kyle Lowry uh, in front of the arena. So someone made a statue and has been kind of like touring it around Toronto, taking photos. And man, it's not a good statue. It just, it looks like, yeah, a cartoon man got fr- frozen in carbonite. Like it's like Lando Calrissian with like Mickey Mouse shoes on or something. <laughs> and also, it just says Cal Lowry. It doesn't say he played for the Raptors or. I was like, the team did this. Did the team do this? Nah, it can't be. Yeah, I don't think the team did it. Mentioned that he played there. The team would have been like, "Hey, Raptors, remember when we won?" It wouldn't just say Cal Lowry. Yeah, I did see uh, someone Photoshop to make the butt bigger because even though the statue does have a little bit of a bubble butt, it's not quite as big as Kyle Lowry's. I mean, it's never going to be as big as the real ass. That's true. Are the Raptors the most beatable team in the playoffs for, in the East? Are they Are they the Jazz? No. The, that would be the Chicago the Bulls, are, my friend. I was going to say the Bulls got to be way more beatable. I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of the Raptors if I'm the Sixers right now. Sixers are probably going to end up at the four seed. Right now, the Bulls and Raptors are kind of neck and neck for uh, the five seed. And if I'm the Sixers, I'm praying the Bulls some, somehow put together a few wins and, and get the five because I do not want to play the Raptors. 
Raptors have been putting it together towards the end of the season. It's scary. They're eight and two in their last ten. They've looked really good. Siakam is like will probably be like third team All NBA. Freddie Van Vliet is incredible. Like it's uh, they're a scary team at the moment. Scotty Barnes Fred- not playing like a rookie. Yeah, I'd be way more afraid of them than the Bulls. Although I feel like you guys match up fine against both. Uh, my fear is the, the Joel Embiid is sitting minutes when DeAndre Jordan is the center, uh, and then Siakam and Freddie Van Vliet will just fucking, you know, destroy whatever lead the Sixers have built with, with Embiid in the game. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the minutes that Embiid has played this year, it does seem like they're all, they're all coming to a head now. His back is... Uh, might be a Mortal Kombat fatality screen. I hope with maybe two or three games left, when just kind You'll of get a new every, pack. Well, <laughs> with every if if, if everything is kind of locked in place, <clears throat> it's likely when there's about two games left, the Sixers will be locked into the four seed. Uh, I, I just hope they just fucking rest and bead. Let them sit for two games. I hope they don't because I'm in a I'm in a ridiculous fantasy league where the championship is the last week of the season. What which is insane like, shit is that? It's impossible to track, dog. Are you, is what? Ben Macklemore starting for you? My, <laughs> look, okay, here look look here's the roster that got me to the finals. Uh top to bottom. Theo Maladon. What? Uh Malik Monk, a man who how old is it? Malik Monk was 25 at the beginning of the Lakers season this year. He is currently 36. <laughs> I will Carl say, Young. man, I was watching Malik Monk. I was watching the Lakers today. They lost uh, in kind of embarrassing fashion to the Nuggets. They were they were LeBronless, but they they were playing them tight. And then with four minutes to go, the Nuggets just were like, you know, we're, we're going to win this by 15. And they yeah, did. Uh, Jokic decided to score. Yeah. But Malik Monk, man, that guy can fucking jump. He had a few dunks that were incredible. Malik Monk looks like he's been the president for the past four years. He's weathered. <laughs> you think he's 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 Obama at the end of his first year of his first term? Yeah, dog. Suddenly, this handsome man is going gray. He looks like and we think that has nothing to do with dating uh, Iggy Azalea, right? Malik, Malik Monk dating Iggy Azalea? Of course it has everything. The man looks like Bobby Brown and not like the good times. How did I not know that he was dating Iggy Azalea? Man, well, this... He, like, manifested it, too. He was, like, all in his mentions and stuff, all in her mentions and stuff, like, years ago. Well, I don't... I Now I don't like this man that much. <laughs> because <laughs> Iggy Azalea is like the worst that we have to offer as as a culture I mean she's not Ted Cruz yeah or Herschel Walker yeah she's bottom 20% okay but like yeah, that sounds the bottom, that's my the bottom 1% comment. is like real bad we're top we're top 1% of what like, of uh, the worst <laughs> Podcasts in America. (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant we're actually, um, we are one percenters. All right. Well, let me do something else. Uh, Benner, I'm going to say something to you now. Uh, At what point does Sixers Nation realize that you guys are Charlie Brown and you're pulling the football from yourselves? I I, uh, I I talked with someone <clears throat> this uh, the, in the last kind of week, um, and I won't say who. I'm going to guard my sources, but uh, he he's a uh, he's in with Doc Rivers. He's he's uh, talks to him, and uh, the word from Doc is that uh, James Harden cannot be controlled. <laughs> James Harden. Oh, you don't say. You mean the guy <laughs> well, who's driven himself out of. Three different situations. Yeah. And it's very frustrating for Doc. It's very, uh, you know, James is kind of leading the team. You know, 
every night on the road uh james at the strip club yeah he's like like they didn't really have this kind of club culture before and already in like in in less than like two weeks james harden had like the whole team out like drinking and going to clubs every night after games um this is this is what i this is what i'm hearing from a uh, a person uh that told me that they're in with doc and i have no reason not to believe that that's not true um now here's the counterpoint to that. Doc Rivers is not a good basketball coach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now hold on, now, hold on, Benner, hold on, Benner. I was just going to come by and defend myself. Now I, to, I tried to oh, talk to Doc, James. Doc Rivers is here. Hey, how you doing? I tried. I tried to oh, talk hey, to James. Sorry, I, said, I didn't James, mean for you to come in right when I was kind of talking about your skills as coach. I pulled James to the side two weeks ago. I said, "Hey, stop taking everybody to the ditty bar. You guys need to focus." Work on shooting and passing while I'm gone golfing. I am gonna go golf right now, but you guys don't. Do, you guys stop it. All right. Yeah. Maybe Doc's just mad that they all went with James instead of playing night golf with him. <laughs> night golf. I invited the entire team. I invited the entire team to night golf. Did that? Did anybody come, Doc? <laughs> the only person that came. The only person that came was Shake Milton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly surprised by that. I was surprised as well. I, heard I also called TJ McConnell. TJ <laughs> McConnell from Indiana? Yes, we're good friends. <laughs> but he didn't even play for you. <laughs> That's not the point. It's not the point. I think he, you think he was gone like two years before you got there. Me and TJ McConnell met <laughs> at the Top Golf in San Antonio. <laughs> All right. Well, any other insights you want to share, Doc? I just want to say it was it wasn't Blake's fault. Oh my god! <laughs> That's why you got fired. <laughs> it wasn't Blake's fault. It wasn't Vinny Del Negro's fault. <laughs> Whose fault was it? It was, it was Tiger Woods' wife's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, do you have any questions for Doc Doc Rivers? Uh, hey, Doc, uh, I, I had a quick question. Um, what do you think about coaches uh, never wearing suits again? Well, actually, that's a great question. That's a really good question. It's a really good question. Personally, I like it. I like a quarter zip. I like that it looks like we're wearing athletic pajamas. I think that's good for the league. <laughs> Doc also wears the quarter zip like he's dressed up like a sperm in a school play. You like why? Do you dress, right, why, why do you? He's right here. What do you? Do? We have Sorry, a guest. Doc, why do you? No, why do you no, pull, no, no, no. Do you pull right. the quarter zip up all the way it's to right. the top? Well, I want everybody to see exactly what my titties look like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's oh. just honest. That's just transparency. Oh, and we see, Doc. We definitely see. Thanks for thanks for looking. My pleasure. Good, good looking out, Benner. Did you expect James Harden to be anything else than what you everyone knew he was? I guess that's my biggest question. I honestly thought he was. I, I thought he was going to be a, a upstanding uh, young man. He's a former MVP, uh, and I thought he would uh, see. That uh, once I traded my uh, son-in-law, <laughs> and I wasn't fucking playing around, and anybody could get it. <laughs> Anyone could get wedded. <laughs> and did James? Did James ever bring up Seth leaving, or you know, at your hand? Well, he asked me uh, why he got married. He asked me why did I get. He asked me why did I get married. He asked me why Seth got married. I don't think James understands the concept of uh, matrimony. <laughs> you think he was just talking about the the 2007 Tyler Perry movie? Why did I get married? He, he did say, "Why did I get married too?" <laughs> <laughs> well, Doc, thanks for stopping by. Uh, Hey, no problem. Thanks, guys. All right, bye, Doc. Come back anytime. All right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ubuntu to you both. All right, now. <laughs>
<laughs> Merry and Butu to you, and a happy Passover. <laughs> wow, that was crazy. Hey, thanks. Thank you, Coach. Who who sent him the link to the Zencaster? I send it to I... him every every yeah. every time. Oh, before when oh. I, when I send out the the link, I send it to name of every coach at gmail.com. <laughs> oh well, you know it worked out at least once. So I think we should keep trying it. Hell yeah! Um, but all that said, I yes, it's good that Doc did confirm the thing that I actually did hear in, in real life from somebody uh, that uh, seems to be a real vibe killing happening in in Philadelphia right now. I mean, well, that's come good. On, it sounds man. like the process is really coming to a natural conclusion. Titty bar after the playoffs. It's that simple. Just you just got to make it two more months. Yeah, I think I think what the problem is is that like the Sixers were not really much of like a go to the club, go to the titty bar like kind of team. Like Embiid's famously kind of like reclusive uh and and doesn't socialize much, uh doesn't really drink that much. Uh he just watches one piece. <laughs> I believe that. One piece in FIFA. Um and then uh you know, like everyone else is kind of young. Um, and, and, you know, just turning 21 and Tobias Harris, I don't think, I can't imagine he's much of a partier. So I think James Harden suddenly coming in and being like, everyone, we're going to the strip club every night, like might be just like kind of wearing on these guys who aren't used to that kind of lifestyle. I mean, in weirdly, I mean, it's I think wearing it's on me just hearing about it. The only person it is helping is Tobias Harris. It seems like Tobias. I will is, say Tobias yeah. Harris. The first five, seven, eight games with James Harden, it looked like, well, Tobias Harris has no use at all anymore. And he had very little use before. The last, like, probably five to ten games, uh, it's like he's been pretty good. <laughs> the guy that I've that I've hated for two years uh, has become at least very useful. He needed the titty bar time. Everybody doesn't need, like, Matisse Thibault, he's a baby. He needs to be He's reading, a YouTuber. Like, he should be looking at BrainQuest uh, workbooks. <laughs> yes, I'll go with that. I maybe that maybe that'll help his fucking offensive awareness. Actually, I don't think there's any way. Oh, oh, he's back. BrainQuest is a part of our off-season workout program. <laughs> the Ubuntu edition. I make all of the guards go through the entire set of fourth-grade BrainQuest <laughs> workbooks. And uh, yeah, those like swatches, those like slide things. The like slidey puzzle boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Hey, um, did you see those rumors about um your your uh, you know your kind of your kind of son in law in law Steph Curry and uh, his wife Aisha Curry kind of like having an open marriage? What do you think about that? I mean, well, that's just a part of the NBA tradition. That's oh, fair. It's totally fair. Honestly, listen. I could, I can, I can remember, I can remember seeing Clyde Drexler and his wife. <laughs> oh God! At a sex club in Amsterdam, and everybody's getting fucked. <laughs> what were you doing there? Yeah, you were there too. Yeah. Wait. How did you see them there? Why did you bring them up? Why did you say I went to a sex club? <laughs> yes, I was there. Me and my wife were also there. I was actively having sex with Clyde Drexler. Oh. <laughs> Is that where Clyde the Glad came from? 100%. <laughs> I fucked Clyde. I fucked his wife. Clyde fucked me. He fucked my wife. All right. Well, thanks, Doc. Oh, thanks for coming God. back. Hey, no problem. I just I left my keys. I figured I'd... just check back. This is over Zencaster. The keys are in your house. That's honestly my. That's not how keys work for me. I had to. Do you just have my they, Do you just have this Zencaster have... open all the time? And do you have yeah, NF keys? Is that what you have? Yeah, I, I have non fungible <laughs> car keys. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I'm losing the thread on this bit. 
All right, well, Doc, why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, go, you know, it sounds like you're headed, you're headed out. And that's why you need your keys. So, uh, you know, we don't want to keep you. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, me and my, uh, me and my estranged wife <laughs> and uh, Kevin Willis and his wife. We're going to go uh, to, to a sex club. We're going to go to a sex club. We're going to fuck each other standing. Everybody's going to be standing. <laughs> I don't think, well, I think that's because it, it, you don't have the limbs to, to sit anymore. Yeah, we're gonna have a nice brunch. Are you gonna like? <laughs> I'm not even gonna take it there. Uh, never mind. Stand up. <laughs> All right, Doc. Well, thank you. Um, thanks again, thanks again yeah. guys. Bye. Crazy that Doc came back. Yeah, came wow. back. Two yeah. Bluetooths. That's crazy. It would be crazy that like if like his voice is so crazy. Like I, like you guys are stand ups. I would worry that like if someone spoken that voice it might kind of ruin their vocal cords for a show they might have yeah no later no, tonight no worries, i think oh right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so yes yeah, so i think there's a vibes emergency happening in philadelphia uh i, I think well, the emergency is that you guys are the sixers i just uh look man the sixers are never going to win anything and I'm saying that right to your face, Benner. I want you to I want well, you to hear me say this. What have I said to your face for years? The Sixers are never gonna win anything. And you, you and you know what? I finally agree. Yeah. I'm never gonna try to convince you that they will. Cause they're not, bro. It's just not gonna happen. But they're gonna be pretty damn good. It's That's gonna be exactly a, what a ride. I'm able to be excited for them, but I know that I know we're never gonna win a fucking finals with, with this team. It 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 the first half of the process put them on such a good path, and then they just decided to dismantle all the progress that they made. You and have to root for James here. Harden probably for like three more years. I don't mind because I don't actually hate James Harden the way most people hate James Harden. I think he's having an off year right now. I think his hamstring is probably bothering him. His lift is really hard uh, or is really uh, uh, not great right now, and he's kind of um, – relying on uh i know he's a foul hunter historically but like he's kind of like that's his whole game he also said he corrupted the the whole team yeah part of that i truly i'll tell you guys a little about the source later and i and 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 maybe you'll understand a little more about why like i don't think it's exactly real also like if this what this person is saying is true it's like weird that like James Harden is a fucking millionaire adult. It's weird if Doc Rivers feels like he has to control him. And maybe that means Doc Rivers is a bad coach. Maybe it just means Doc Rivers needs to learn how to talk to another adult and try to learn how to like get him to be a part of his system. It's just, you know, if you were coaching Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce in 2008, you think you would know how to coach guys who like to party. And I guess I'm more speaking on Paul Pierce than Garnett. Garnett's just a crazy guy. He like he was living like he was fucking Batman while he was playing. He's in a cave with a butler. But upside down. Yeah, I think <laughs> but Paul Pierce, he's getting crunk every night. Yeah. Pooping his pants on the court. Shitting his pants because he was drinking hypnotic. <laughs> hypnotic are sponsors. Oh yeah. Did you ever get that? That package. Well, I got that mat. I got well, a mat. I got a big ass bar mat and some hats. Well, Jamal, remember when they were promising uh, to send me uh, like a case of hypnotic for us to split? Yeah, never arrived. Gave them my personal information. Oh my god, man! You're about to get <laughs> swatted by hypnotic. <laughs> <laughs> hypnotic is now our enemy. I think that's fair to say. Uh, they promise us free hypnotic. It, a, a liquor that is not very good and we didn't get it. Uh, so now they're our enemy. Fuck hypnotic. I can see Jamel okay. saying, I don't want to agree with this because he's. No, so no, helping. I do. No, I, I agree. I, no, I agree. I agree. I, I, I do agree. Kiss my ass. Hypnotic. You made Paul Pierce poop his pants. I will. I will personally flip my position on it. If I get even a free t-shirt from hypnotic. The moment I get a free any a, a koozie from Hypnotic, I will reverse everything. Yeah, you're everything. very easily uh, swayed. Yeah, bro, you gotta gotta get it how you live it. You know, gotta it's tough out here. Uh, I can give you a t-shirt. I got extra t-shirts. 
<laughs> no, Jamel, it's not the same coming from you. It has That's to come true. from them. All right. Right. You right. Guys, we're in uh, what Jamel has, has told me is uh, silly season, uh, which is when we're getting towards the playoffs <clears throat> and uh, we're getting weirder and weirder lineups out there. We're getting players that we didn't know existed until game 78 of the NBA season. Uh, Peter, you said that you and friend of the podcast, uh, Ashton Patuso from Flagrant, you guys went and saw a, a, a game uh, a Portland game recently against and the Knicks magnificent tank job. Um, truly people that I didn't know played in the NBA. It felt like beyond, um, beyond burgers. Like, hold on. It, they were beyond like burger beyond players. Me. It was like, they looked like real players, but when you cut them open, they're not, it was, <laughs> yeah, they were cake. Actually, the whole team was cake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it was it was incredible. I didn't know any of those fucking people. And uh, Drew Eubanks is the god. Drew Eubanks is a fucking goat. He is Felicia the goat. He he led Jay Leno's band for fifteen years, and now he's in the the fucking league. The league, dude, averaging double figures, man. Three straight ten days. Benner, you said you saw a lineup recently that I was going to Google, but we would save it for the podcast. Do not, yeah. yeah. Do not look uh, look this up because I want to play a game. Um, I guess it's not even a game. It's just like I'm going to ask. I'm going to name the the starting lineup for tonight's game between the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to name the lineup for the Thunder, and you guys just tell me if uh, if you've heard of any of these players. You know what? I'm going to guess. I'm going to write down my guess for each of your answers. Um, how many of you guys? say you actually know and please be honest um and then i'll show you guys after okay starting lineup for the thunder uh isaiah roby yeah i know that dude he uh, looks like a kid he looks like kid from kid and play that roby sounds familiar but i don't want to take credit and say that it's isaiah roby well there's there was another uh roby that played for the thunder who was a defensive stopper a while i don't think he's he hasn't been in the league for a little bit but maybe you're thinking about that. Well, Roby. It's spelled are you differently. Thinking of, well, this Roby. Um, I feel like I'm thinking of, of, of a f- football player named Roby. Yeah. Okay. So well, I'm going to give that a no Roby, for Peter. Roby Wade. <laughs> uh, for now. All right. So we got zero for Peter. Jamel, you, you know Roby. And you did accurately guess or say that he looks like Kid from Kid and Play, which he does. Um, Aaron Wiggins. But he also looks like kid now, like old kid. Yeah, uh, you said Aaron Wiggins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was a uh, he's a roadie for Aaron Neville. So that's a no for you. That's a big no. I only heard of him because I was like, why do I keep seeing Andrew Wiggins box scores for the Thunder? And I had to go investigate earlier this year. Uh so that is a yes. Yeah, I heard of him. Okay. Uh, starting center for the Thunder, uh, Alexi Pokusheveski. Oh, That's going to be a no for I'm me, dog. You know I fuck with Slender, man. All right. The thinnest man in NBA history. So that's a no from Peter. That is a yes from Jamel. He can put his whole body in one jersey sleeve hole. He he is slender man. Like the halftime show guy who puts his whole body through a tennis racket. He looks like an X Files villain. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna look up his weight and height. Um, I I I knew who this guy was because uh he I think he kind of went viral as like a high school player because he just was like or like a young player because he just looked crazy. Uh, he's seven feet tall, uh, and weighs 190 pounds. I think I heard That's recently that ridiculous. he's the first uh, seven-footer listed under 200 in the NBA ever. He looks and plays like an inflatable arm man. <laughs> All right, so we got a one. We got one for. Or we got two so far for Jamel. One for Peter. Uh, I'm going to try to pronounce his name correctly. I I probably won't. His name is Vit Krejci. 
which I'm guessing is kind of uh, Eastern European kind of name. K R E G J at C I. Uh, that's the dude. That's the you're. That's the character that jumps out of the plane when you're playing Call of Duty. That's his name. Because you know when you play online, the characters don't have like names. Like it's your your gamer tag, but the actual CGI, like the guy in the motion capture suit, that fool. All right, so Jamel oh, thought this oh, was a computer video game character. <laughs> yeah. Peter, I'm guessing it's a no for you. No, absolutely not. Why would I have ever heard of someone who plays basketball with that name? <laughs> All right. Uh, the last one, uh, Theo Maladon. Now, Theo Maladon is my son, and he currently got me – He's He's got me in first place. Got me with the top score heading into this fraudulent final week. Wait, did you mention Theo Maladon earlier in the podcast? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Peter, have you heard of Theo Maladon before? No. <laughs> His dad was the Black Power Ranger. That's not true, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wanted to believe it so bad. All right, so we have three for Jamel, one for Peter. Uh, what did I write? Three for Jamel, one for Peter. I got that shit right. <laughs> what a great magic trick. <laughs> um, well, if this feels like the end of the show, but we should probably finish out this game, huh? It's like the last, but it's a one-point game. That's true. We are watching right now. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are in Cleveland. Uh, I don't know what uh, – I my feed might be a little bit behind, but oh, I see 107-105. I forgot y'all feeds be illegal as shit. Nobody – everybody's watching. Jamel, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Jamel. <laughs> Benner is stealing the game from the Air and Space Museum or some shit. Like. <laughs> Look, once I realized that uh, – Living in LA or New York, which that's where the three buds live in either of those two cities, uh, League Pass is the worst deal in town because you, you you're just missing two in market games a night. Oh, fucking Tobias Harris! Oh my god, it's coming down. Don't say anything. Are you fucking I'm kidding me? All right, we're. Uh, I'm watching Darius Garland that driving. That is the biggest bullshit I've ever seen. What? He, he just, that's some bullshit. I think he's talking about Roe v. Wade. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we're allowed to get those? That's Peter reacting right now to Roe v. Wade. This is bullshit. On, on the hand. talking about? No, no call. I I need to see a replay because watching my feed, I did not see much contact Fuck. at all. What I saw was Darius Garland throw a ball over the rim and then tumble. Well, Embiid yeah, went no, straight notorious, up. No, no, notorious uh, bat around the rim, Darius Garland. He got him on the hand. I need to see it again. I'm I'm watching on he my smaller screen. Him. He high fived him, Benner. Yeah. So it sounds like Joel Embiid did something nice. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy the, watching the Sixers fucking lose in the playoffs so goddamn much this year. Why? Because fuck them. Your team is so <laughs> annoying. Why are they so annoying? <sighs> Beyond because, you, know why. You, you hate James Harden. Why, why else are they annoying? I don't know. Everyone just gives him too much attention. Fuck <laughs> too them. much attention. <laughs> that's simply that's simply a a factor of Philadelphia being a city that is like literally ten times as large as Cleveland. It's a major media market, and Cleveland is not really. It's simply the best. I mean, that's why we had a fucking Lakers game on national TV today, like without Yo. LeBron on it, because LA is. A hundred times larger than Cleveland. Nothing sadder than having a doubleheader at uh, Crypto.Staples Arena and the Lakers have to play the early one. The Lakers playing the early (laughs) game, that's how you know this shit is fucked up, man. It's bad. God damn it. I felt bad watching Anthony Davis today. I mean, I don't want him to be a brittle man. I know his foot hurts. 
Yeah. He's just a brittle man, and he continues to wear low tops. Shout out to uh, Peter. Made an excellent tweet today. Uh, you know, it's maybe too complicated to explain, but you basically, Not the tweet it. was, I'm going to tell kids that this was <laughs> Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and it was a poster of uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis as Mr. Glass and Unbreakable. And then someone totally misunderstood what the meaning of the tweet was and started coming at us for not respecting LeBron enough for being in his 19th year. And I just was like, do you know what movie we're talking about? Like, Yeah, I don't think anybody's actually seen Unbreakable. Unbreakable is, is a good movie. Good movie. Yeah. Uh, I will give an update. Uh, the Sixers are currently up. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, my, my NBA com scoreboard. I decided to peter out. 109-106. 11 <sighs> seconds left. Cavs about to get the ball. Peter and mine's friendship is on the line. He wants uh, to hate me so bad right now. But you know what, Peter? I love you no matter what happens, okay? Aww. Really? Even if Joel Embiid tears his ACL right here? Why would I? Why would you why have would anything you to do that? with that? Do you have a gun? Are you in the, the, the <laughs> rafters of the Rocket Mortgage Arena right now? <laughs> Shooting at his ACL? You don't shoot. You don't tear an ACL with a gun. Can you? I'm pretty sure a gun, gun, a gun could. A gun could tear. Has an anyone ACL? ever tore their ACL with with a with a bullet wound? For sure. I mean, if a bullet goes through your ACL, that shit's gonna tear. All right. Well, let's get out of here, huh? All right. Well, now we. There's oh wait, the game's still on. My there's 11 right. seconds left, and I feel like we've we've built this up, and now we need to see it through. Once, it just seemed like gun to the knee felt like a good way to get <laughs> out. A good way to go. <laughs> The best way to get out. No, Jamel, you were heading to the Crypto.com arena directly after this to go watch mm-hmm. the Clippers play the Pelicans. Any There's any wild yet. predictions? Oh, my fucking God. Fuck this. Uh, I, I predict uh, peanut butter jelly your team are all... And fuck Joel Embiid. Fuck James Harden. Fuck Tobias Harris. I look forward to you guys fucking getting your asses curb stomped in the playoffs. So for anyone uh, by the confused Raptors. why Peter is being so mean to me right now, uh, uh, Matisse Liable stole the immense pass for the Cavs, and that led to a Tobias Harris dunk. Sixers now up 111 to 106. They're about to win this game. Peter, I love you so much. Please act up. <laughs>